Here's what we're doing, Rabosai. We're going to just finish up the tour um, about Baba Machteres, and then we're going to get into the real meat of the sugya, which is the issue of Rodef. And we're going to see the, the sources for that, and we will see that there's an interface, there's a very important interface between uh, the Baba Machteres that we learned and the issue of Rodef. Um, maybe when we read now, we'll just, we'll touch on, we'll touch on it. Um, but uh, because we even saw language in the Gemara that introduced really two different concepts and we didn't pay that much attention to it. But in the Gemara on Amud Aleph, when Rava asked, my time at and the question is, why are you allowed to kill him? He didn't do anything wrong. And the Gemara says, that the Torah taught you on the next page, when it says the Hikahu, that anybody can kill the, the Baba Machteris, the reason given is because the Baba Machteris is a rodeth. So we didn't say, so we didn't say that the Baba Machteris was a rodeth when we were giving permission to the to the Balabaya to kill. We only said it when we gave permission to the bystander to kill. And we're going to see in today's Gemara that the Gemara has a problem. What's your source that a Rodef, that I'm allowed to kill a Rodef? So, and if we didn't make the Balabayat killing the Baba Machteres a function of the Baba Machteres being a Rodef vis-a-vis the Balabayat, so what's the source for the, what's the source and what's the difference? So we, we're going to touch on that. I hope today we'll get to it to at least open the door for that question. But meanwhile, we're in the tour. We want to finish up the tour. We left off. Hopefully you guys marked it. We asked at the end of last year to mark where we are. It was at the end of the Kosov Harambam Zal uh, tour. We, we did the whole thing, um, right? We did the whole discussion um, and we had the, uh, the uh, machlokas between the Rambam and the Rivad and the Bangid Mishnah. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, whether, the, whether, whether we need Hasra or we don't need Hasra, that when it says, Machtarto Zuhi Hasra also, which was one of the explanations in the Gemara why it said Machteres. Right? The Gemara said that if Gago Karfifo is also Chayev and you're allowed to kill him, so why does it say Machteres? So the Gemara had two answers, if you remember. One answer was Rav Ganavim Baba Machteres. It's just there because that's the standard case, but there's no halachic significance to the fact that they mentioned Machteres and you're allowed to kill the, the Baba Machteres under all circumstances. The second Bryce said, Machtarto Zuhi Hasra'asa, so that you don't need Hasra'a to kill the Baba Machteres, which sounds like, according to the first Bryce, you might need Hasra'a. And that's what we left off with. Uh, maybe just pick it up. Again, it's hard to, it's, if you go to, if you, if you, if you marked off where we left off last time, so the, uh, the, the letter in the Beit Yosef, it's a little bit before the Ches, it's at the end of the Zion a little bit before the Ches, and we're going to pick it up, but just to get us refresh where we are, Upirish Rashi. Which right. Zui, are you in? Zui Asra Asa, we're in Tavchav Hay. If you don't have it marked off from last time, you're probably going to have trouble finding it. Oh, it's well, it's, you won't because it's on Taf Nun Dalit, page Taf Nun Dalit. But it's exactly where we left off last time. I'm just backing up two lines from where we finished last time. Where Rashi says, How come? 
Since the God have exerted so much effort to dig in, he's not leaving without the money. As we're gonna, we will be talking later about whether a rodef needs hasra. Does a rodef need hasra? We skipped that discussion in the Gemara by us, but we're gonna get into it in the next Gemara. And what are they supposed to say? Hopefully you remember this. Again, it should be Hisrubo Be'edim. Rashi's girsa is Hisrubo Be'edim. That the Baba Bayit has to give warning to the Baba Machteret. The Baba Bayit has to say to the Baba Machteret, if he needs Hasra'av, you better see, I'm going to stand up and I'm not going to let you take my money and I'm ready to kill you. That's his Hasra. Vizeh and the, 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 the Baba Machteres. And he says, I know, and I'm, here to, and I'm here to get the money and I'll kill you if I need to. So then the Baba Machteres, then the Baba is allowed to kill. Okay? So now this was the continuation. This is where we left off last time. If you're telling me that Machtarto Zuhi Hasra also, and that's the only reason why he doesn't need Hasra, so then if he comes in through the window, he comes in through your skylight, so there's no indication that he's going to kill you unless you give him warning. So that's what it sounds like. The Rambam lochilek the ifshur shu solvar shabraitot cholkot shabraita rishona ain lochiluk bein baba machteret lederech petach de bechol gav nelo boy hasra. See, this is an extreme presentation. So you have one brisa that doesn't talk about hasra, and you have another brisa that says hasra also of machtarto zuhi hasra also. So the second brisa clearly says that in in baba machteret you don't need hasra. And going through the roof, you need hasra. But the brisa that says, well, it just said machteret because that's the way ganavim come. What does it hold about hasra? So you could have two extremes. You could say nobody needs hasra or everybody needs hasra. In other words, you've got that middle ground in the second brisa that says, Baba machteret needs hasra, doesn't need hasra. Everybody else needs hasra. But the brisa that doesn't talk about it so it could hold in two extremes. It could hold everybody needs Hasra, even above a Machteret, or it could hold that even a, even Gago Chatzera Bekarfifo doesn't need Hasra. Okay, so the, the, he's saying it sounds like the Ramam holds it's a Machlokas between the Brises, and that the first Brises says nobody needs Hasra. The law Amr Torah Machteret, but nobody needs Hasra. Now he's going to try to make no machlokas. Everybody agrees that nobody needs hasra. Everybody is considered a ball. Every god is considered a boba makteris when he comes in at night sneaking in. And bola harogs vizuhi hasra also. Kach, kol ganav kach. That everybody that nobody needs hasra. 
Again, we're going to see, there was a discussion in the Gemara that we didn't do, but you may want to see it on your own, because about at the end of the daf, at the end of Amud Bey's, whether a, whether a Bomasrech needs Hasra'a, it's built on the question of whether a Katan Harodef. The Gemara says, Rav Huna says, Katan Harodef. Now you see somebody under Bar Mitzvah being Rodef to kill. Can I kill him or not? So Rav Huna says you could kill him because a Rodef doesn't need Hasra'a. A cotton can never receive hasra, and a rodev doesn't need hasra. But it's a machlokus in the Gemara. It seems to be clear that it's a machlokus in the Gemara whether a, whether a rodev needs hasra before you can kill. Okay, that's that's going to be. We'll, we'll we'll probably talk about it in the next sugya. Anyway, let's just finish okay, up here. Bring up a question. Go ahead. It, um, don't we talk about a a, a, a um, an ubar in a, in a woman? That's being... the sugya that we didn't do. Take a look at the sugya. You'll see the whole discussion there. That's the whole discussion about whether about whether a, a cotton needs hasra by the fact that you're not allowed to kill the uber once it's born. And the, the, the Rav Huna who holds that you are allowed to kill a cotton defends himself by saying the uber isn't the, isn't the, the uber isn't the road. Nature is the road. And that's not the same as when a cotton is actually running after somebody to kill. I'm not going to go into it. If you, I just, you asked the question, I gave you the answer. Have a look at it inside. But the terrace is, is that the is that nature is the road, if not the uber. Okay, let's do now Ches. Back into the tour. One, we're going to do one more tour. I don't think we did this tour. You'll correct me if we did it already. I can go right to the Beis Yosef. This is the Rambam. We're still quoting the Rambam. So hopefully what we're going to read now is very familiar to you because we read this in the Rambam. The Ganav doesn't come to your house. He comes to your field. He comes to your barn. Yeshlo Damim. That Ganav is not allowed to be killed. Why? Anytime you're convinced that the Ganav is only there for the money. And if there's any opposition, he's turning around and running. So then you can't kill him. The reason the Ganav came to your corral is because, or he came to your to the to the field where your sheep are grazing, is because Balabatim usually aren't there watching the sheep so much. So that's one. Din of Yesh But then even above Amachteres, Haganav Shiganav, the Yotzamin Amachteres, Hoilupona Oref Yesh And that's a little ambiguous here. At what point does he become an Ein Lodamin? Does he have to actually be out of the Machteres or he's just on the way out of the Machteres? That's a little bit of a shayla. V'chein, continued the Rambam, Im Hikifuhu Edim, meaning there was a commotion, and all of a sudden, the Ganav is being surrounded by your neighbors. And he's still in the Machteret. The Balabite is there with his ready to kill him. But there's a big tumult, and the, the neighbors are there. Then the Balabite is not allowed anymore to kill the Ganav. And we'll see in the Beis Yosef why. Certainly, I mean, what was your default? The guy was a the guy was a Baba Machteret, and he was Chayv Misa. Okay, and now we caught him and we took him to court. And the the Balabai says, "I want to kill him. I was allowed to kill him an hour ago. Why can't I kill him now?" And the answer is because he's not in the Machteret anymore. Okay, now the the that has ramifications. That, that is only that the only opens the door because of the Machlokas Rava and Rav about what happened. Is the is the Ganav Chayiv? to return 
the kalim that he stole if they're still intact. That's what that that's what would open the door for this. We'll see it in the base Joseph. Is, is this point now where the Adim have surrounded him and there's this tumult and everything? Is that the point at which we because I was trying to figure out the Ramban in my Chazara? Is that the point at which the Ramban says the Adim are gonna now turn around and give Hasra to the Balabite? No, 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 you're not allowed to kill him. Is that is that is that the scenario? Well, the Ramban wants to say that, that if you're saying yesh lo damim, if zor Hashemesh means that it's daytime and yesh lo damim means that the balabayit could be executed, that could only be with Hasra. And therefore the ain lo damim, this is the Kiddush of the Ramban, is that in the ain lo damim, where, where the, the, uh, the, he's in the Machteret and the Aiden give the Balabite warning, don't kill him because we'll, we'll take you to base to execute you. The Balabite's allowed to kill. Because there has to be, we have to have a consistency between a Yeshlo Dummim and an Enlo Dummim. You can't tell me there's a Yeshlo Dummim when there are Adam and there's an Enlo Dummim when there's no Adam, because if there's no Adam, of course there's Enlo Dummim. That's the Ramban. That's the Ramban. Okay. Anyway, let's get back into our Rivet. The Rivet on the Ramban we saw. Oh, in that case, sorry, just, just to. No, no, okay, hold, hold it. No, yeah, hold it because it's going to come up now with the right. The eighty well, made a mistake if they told him the guys in an Ainlo dummy, and they said to the Balabite, "No, no, no, you're not allowed to kill him." The eighty were wrong. I, I can't answer that question. Haravid Kosa Aval Pisha Doshim Chachamim means Zor Hashem Eshol of Dummy Lo Derech Moshal. So clearly in the Gemara, this this Zor Hashem is a Moshal. It's a metaphor. And therefore, if I'm going to interpret the Pasuk literally, then means if it's daytime, you're not allowed to kill. In daytime. A God who comes in the day, he's expecting to either get the cash or run away. Either he's not coming for grand larceny in the day, because he has to make, in the day, you got to make a quick in and out. You can't do grand larceny with a quick in and out. The low lama no bail of Lahargo, he's not planning on killing the Balabai because he's it's a, it's a it's a quick, you know, uh, uh, low level theft. He knows that somebody's going to be around and he's coming anyway, so he's prepared. So that's the end of the rival. Says the tour, says the tour, Here we want to make a distinction between not only whether he needs Hasra or not, but whether I'm going to be able to kill him. Because he, he didn't, he didn't make a big effort. He, he, he lowered himself through the skylight. That's not a lot of effort. He found an open door. He came in. That wasn't a lot of effort, and therefore, there's no evidence that he's ready to make to leave only with the money, even if it means killing the balabai. Okay. So again, what we have here is. And this is going to be really in the Rodev situation, all the cases. Ambiguity. When it's ambiguous, what am I allowed to do? What am I allowed to do when it's ambiguous? Okay. And it sounds like I got to make, there has to be strong evidence 
that the Ganav is endangering my life before I'm allowed to kill him. That, that seems to be the bottom line. Okay, well, again, when we do the Sugev Rodev, we'll, uh, we'll go back to the tour in the first part of the, of the Simon and see more about that. Let's just quickly see the, the Beis Yosef uh, Ches. All right. So the, even the even the brisa only included gago chaserro bekarfifo where the baal bayit is home. But if he comes to the field where the baal bayit isn't around, there's no reboy. There's no permission for baba machteres for for killing. Okay, that that's that's clear that the, when the tour the tour quoted it, it's obvious that if he's on the way, that if he's out, you can't kill him. It should the usage here should be that since once the balabai, once the ganef has the kalim out of the machteret, according to Rav, he doesn't have to give them back even if they're intact. And according to Rava, he doesn't have to pay if they get broken. Next, where did that come from? Because of his Elishono. Mashakosov Aidin, who Kidarachatargu, Shaomar in Aina de Sahadaya Naflos Alui. That was Targumunklus. That he's translating in Zarcha Shemesh Olav means there are witnesses. Why, why, why are witnesses important? So witnesses see the Ganav coming into the house. The who, who is referring to the Ganav? Roe Osan. So the Ganav knows that there's witnesses who see what he's doing. So Vada Yeshlo Domim. Certainly the Balabite cannot kill him. Why? Shalo He's probably not going to even steal. He's going to, he, there are witnesses on the way in. The, the, the Balabite now catches him. He's going to run. There's witnesses. There's not gonna, he's not going to gain anything by stealing because he's going to be pulled into Bezin and got to pay. Okay. That's what the Ramban wrote. If you read the Rashi carefully, Rashi also quoted the Unglus, and it sounds like he's just bringing the Unglus as another opinion, but not that he's arguing on it. That's the that's the As he's saying, I'm not sure why where that came from. Even though he says he's saying, I don't know where the targum got it from. Okay, all right, Besader. So that's basically what we need in the sugya of Ba Bamachteres. So now let's open up Sanhedrin, and we're going to get into the sugya of Rodif. Okay, so it's the Sanhedrin Ayin Gimel Amud Aleph. Sanhedrin Ayin Gimel Amud Aleph. And we have to start with a very simple question. And it's usually the question we start with almost in every sugya. What's the default of killing a rodent? What's the, what's, the, what's the issue? What's the default? Ruben is running after Shimon to kill him. What's your default? You're the, you're, you're the bystander. What's your default? The prime. What's your default? You unmuted yourself. Want to hear from you? Shimon can defend himself by killing the other guy. 
No, but you're, the, you're the bystander. We're not talking about the near death. We're talking about the bystander. Why is that? Because the whole discussion of Rode Facher Chavero is the what the what is the bystander allowed to do? Not what the not what the victim, not what the uh, pursued person is allowed to do. Yeah, so that's tricky because you need to know the context. What if the Nirdaf just killed the Rodef's wife? Uh, does that give a Rodef permission? If somebody kills, if Ruven, if Ruven just killed Shimon's wife, does that give Shimon permission to kill Ruven? No. Because he's going to kill, no, kill sure. the husband too. I'm sorry, for sure not. For no. sure not. That's Gulat Dam. That's not, that's not no, Rodef. Well, maybe a wife. I'm not sure a wife has a din of Goal Adam, but let's not talk about that. We're talking here about a straightforward case where Ruven is running after Shimon to kill him, and you're a bystander. Why does context matter? What gives you the right to kill Ruven? But you want to save Shimon's life by giving up Ruven's life? When, if, if Ruven succeeds, you'll pull Ruven into Basin and get him executed. But what gives you the right to intervene? You've got to understand that has to be the default. What, 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 where, since when did Lotirzach and you disappear just because Ruven is trying to do Lot, to, to violate Lotirzach? We have to walk in with that being very clear. And now it's going to get even more complicated because look what it says in the Mishnah. And here we have to be very medayik because this Mishnah doesn't say what you think it says. Elu Hain. I'm going to read the Mishnah first and you'll see what you think it says. And then we'll read Rashi and start thinking logically that Rashi has to be true and it's not what we think it says. These are those that we save them with their lives. Meaning homosexual, homosexual intercourse. The amorosa to rape a, 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 a betrothed woman. Then it's matzilinosa menafshan. Aval that somebody is trying to commit bestiality, somebody is, is running to do, to do Chil Shabbos, the Ovei So the first, let's, take, let's zero in on the first half of the Mishnah. So what are we saying? Who's allowed to save whom for what? Let's read Rashi. There are two words in Rashi. A, again, we have so many pronouns here, that this is, as usual, where the confusion comes in. The Elu, this is the list. Shematzilin Osan. We're going to save them, says Rashi, Minha Aveira. So who are we talking about saving? The one pursuing or the one being pursued? Well, it still could go both ways. Benafshan, Nitnu Lehareg Lechol Adam. Says he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to face up to what it mean, What it sounds like. Now he there's no doubt. Now there's no doubt. Well, the, oh well, you could. What, if you said that Avera there is to is to save the person from be, the victim from being a victim of an Avera. So I'm going to save the victim. I'm going to save the victim from the Avera that's being perpetrated on him. Yeah, but after the second rush, you can't say that anymore. Uh, you might be able to, but I'll tell you where you can't say that anymore. You can't say that after the second half of the mission. Because if we're talking about saving the victim from Avera being perpetrated on him or her, 
then the second half of the Mishnah makes no sense. Who is the Chil Shabbos is a victimless crime. Avodazar is a victimless crime. So it's very clear that the context of the Mishnah is that I am saving the criminal from doing the crime. I'm saving the Rode from doing the, 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 the Avera of murder. I'm saving the Rodef Achar Zachar from doing Mishkav Zachar. And I am saving the the, the rapist from doing the Avera of, of raping an Ira Morosa. That's what this Mishnah says. Everybody agree that that's what it says? Yep. Okay. So now the Gemara doesn't deal with that directly. The Gemara goes to another side. Tana Rabbana, Menai, and uh, I'm sorry, let's see Rashi. Wait, let's see Rashi. Uh, well, again, we'll pick it up from the second half of the Mishnah. Avala Rodev, Achar Behema Lirova, Bestiality. The Harotze Lava Rabbodas Kochavim, Ulechalel Shabbos, the Kolsheke, Sharp Priestess Umisos Bezdin, Shane and Arayos, the Lonitan Lotzi Lo, the Nafsho. You can't save him, the criminal, by killing him. Ella Midavar, the only time I'm allowed to kill the, 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 the potential criminal from the Avera is Shahu Erva. The sin, the crime he's trying to commit has to be erva, v'yeshba kalon upegam lanirdaf. And it's somehow or other negatively infringing, negatively damaging on, a, on, a, on, a, on, an, on an abstract level, the, the victim. Kagon zachar v'naira morosa. Okay? And then you're allowed to. Umiyo rotseach v'hed yeksibbe. A rotseach, for sure, you're allowed to save. So now Rashi wants to know, well, wait, why? We're, we're giving a list of things you're not allowed to, to intervene. Why did you choose these? You could have made a whole long shopping list. Why did they choose these three specifically to say you don't intervene? So each one has to have a default that once you told me the din and the ratio, when you do intervene, it opens the door for intervention on these three Averos. Why? Bisiality is in the parsha of Arayos. So therefore, once I am preventing the, the, the Jew from committing an Avera of Arayos, maybe I'm also allowed to stop him from bestiality. But you can't because there's no Pegam. All right, no, no human, nobody is being damaged by this. And so why We'll see a Kalvachomer. Why, if you're allowed to kill, um, if you're allowed to stop a murderer from murdering, you're certainly going to be allowed to stop an Obed Avodazar from doing Avodazar. We'll see it in the Gemara. And then Shabbos comes from Avodazar. So these three had a default. Why, once I know the Reisha, that you're allowed, and again, we're all, we're talking here about stopping the criminal from committing the crime. So once I know that I'm allowed to stop the criminal from committing a crime in those three, it opens the door for the, for the, for the last three to create a default that we have to say no. But but says right. But of course, other there's nothing to talk about. Don't even need to tell me that you're not allowed to stop. Right? You're not, certainly not allowed to stop somebody. Uh, you know, from from doing from eating on your kipper. Uh, the eating on your kipper is much less severe. You're not allowed to stop somebody to to, to stop them from eating on your kipper. Okay, good. We're ready to do the Gemara. Questions still here. Again, so I hope everybody just, is, just the idea that Ruff keeps saying you're not allowed to intervene, and what we're talking about here is intervening by killing the guy, right? 
It doesn't say like you can't like walk over to him and say, no, 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 wait, don't do this, uh, you know, and punch him or something. It's just saying you can't kill him. Matzilin osan binafsha. Okay, and ain matzilin osan binafsha. Right now we're talking about lethal intervention. We're talking about lethal intervention. Less than lethal intervention, we'll, we'll talk about. Okay, all right. Tana Rabbanon. Menayin lerodef acharveiro lahorgo. Have we just shifted gears? Read the words. What is the source that a rodef achar chavero lehargo? Ruven is running after Shimon to kill him. Shenitan lahatzilo. Who am I saving? Shimon benafsho of Ruven. Well, that's got to be the pshat because look at the proof text. Talmud lomer lo talmud al damreecha. Says Rashi, Lotamod Atzmach, Lotamod, Lotamod Atzmach al Damo, El Hatzilehu. So you see clearly that this Pussy teaches me that you, the bystander, have a chiyuv to save the victim. Because now the victim is Damre Ehu, and you're not allowed to stand by, but you have to intervene to save him. So it's very clear to you. Let me, it's very clear. It's very clear that we have shifted gears, and now we're talking about permission for the bystander to intervene lethally to save the victim. Okay? And the source is going to be But again, everybody says we're, 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 we've, we've digressed from the discussion, from the din of the Mishnah to a new din. Questions? Okay. So says the Gemara, that, that's not good. That's not right. That pasuk comes to teach me that. I need that pasuk to teach me something else. I see somebody drowning in the river. He's being pulled away by an by a bear, or or he's being attacked by 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 highway bandits. You, the bystander, have a chiyuv to save him. You got you to gotta work to get the guy out of the river. You got to work to get the guy away from the animal. So the Pesach teaches me what? I'm using this Pesach to teach me what? Come on, guys. You can be active, proactive. You have a responsibility to save the guy, the victim. Wait, does this have anything to do with killing the rodent? It's... No. no. It's meant to save somebody's in life danger. That's all. Uh, excuse me. Do you see anything here? So, again, we've got to know what the default here was on this puzzle. Let's go back to the Brysa. Take the Brysa. you got to start from scratch. Brysa. Scenario. What's your default? Well, if it says what was your default? But what yes? So now you told me what not. Now tell me what yes. What do you mean what yes? So okay, so so what would I do with no pasuk? And this is the scenario. What would I do? What am I supposed to do? Maybe you, maybe you could walk away. 
I'll say just, I'll, I'll give it a little bit of a nicer twist. It doesn't sound so bad. Other from saving it. You can do whatever you want. Do what you want. You, it's up to you. You can't make me, it's not my business. You can't make me chayv. I know we have this morality, um, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Good Samaritans. The Torah is now is making me chayv to intervene and to save him. That needs a pasuk. Of course, it's a good thing. Right again, if, I, if, if there wouldn't be a pasuk and I would save him, I get a check mark in my chesed box. But if I walk away, I'm, I'm busy. I'm not, it's his problem. It's not my problem, it's his problem. Uh, isn't the problem because it means endangering my life? Oh, wait, that's something else. That's already something else. Right now we're talking, the assumption here is that it, it's not going to endanger your life. That's the assumption. Okay? So there's, a, so there's, so this Pasuk teaches me that I am chayiv. Why can't I use this Pasuk for our discussion? Because, and here, what are we, what are we trying to learn? Are we trying to learn that the bystander has to intervene to try to save the near duff, Or are we trying to learn that the bystander can kill the rodent? See, this Pasuk would certainly tell me, and I think you guys raised it a few minutes ago, this Pasuk certainly tells me that if you see Ruben running after Shimon to kill him, you got to try to stop him. But that's not good enough. I want to know that I can kill Ruben. Well, this doesn't give me any source to kill Ruben. Mm-hmm. What it does is it makes me chayev because what was my default? And this is going to be a very important question and I don't have a real answer for it yet. Okay. When we have a din of rodef, I'm allowed to kill the rodef or I'm a chuyif to kill the rodef? Maybe it's enough to disable him. No, no, no. Wait, wait. We're going to always say that if you can stop the rodef without killing him, but only by disabling him, that you're mechuyev to do that. That we're going to see later in the Gemara. That's for sure. But when the only way to stop him is to kill him. If, if you had an obligation to, to kill him and you didn't, what Avera are you over? Good question. Good question. Okay. I mean, I can answer it simply without seeing the sugya and we will, we will, we will flesh that out. It's a bitl essay. But you got, you do, I, I'm sorry, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. I first got to know where the chiyuv comes from. Then I can tell you what the, what the, what the avera is. Okay? You got to know what the chiyuv is. Okay? So that's a good question. I, actually, I'm, I'm putting it on the table because it's a, very, it's a little bit ambiguous. So this Pasuk teaches me that I'm a chiyuv to intervene to save him non-lethally. That's Pashut. That's from this Pasuk. But the lethal intervention, that's not so simple. And it's going to be a little bit tricky. Okay? All right, so the Gemara says you're right. This Brisa doesn't do the job, right? The Brisa, the, I mean, this Pasuk doesn't do the job. So you're right. The, the, that Pasuk can't be used. Ella, so, so what is my source that you are allowed to kill? Did I make a Kalva Chomer? And here I should have asked everybody. I'm not sure if everybody has easy access to Chumash Dvarim, because we need a Chumash Dvarim to see Psukim. I should have told you to bring it because it's absolutely critical to understand the, the, the continuation of the Gemara. So I'll give everybody a minute to get a Chumash Dvarim, and you want to open up Perek Chav Beis. We have to see all the Psukim there. Okay, so the Gemara is going to use a Kalva Chomer based on what we learned from those Psukim. I'll, I'll see the Kalva Chomer, and then, and then we'll go back to see the Psukim where it came from. 
So I'll tell you where we're going to start. You know, maybe what we want to do even before we get there is talk to see the psukim. So we want to start while everybody's getting the chumish with, we want to start with Dvarim, Chav Beis, in, and it's going to be Pasuk Chav Beis. Chav Beis, Chav Beis. Dvarim, Chav Beis, Chav Beis. Okay, uh, I see Yaakov is still coming back with this chumash. What about the three of you who have your videos off? Does it mean you have a chumash or you don't have a chumash? I got it. I'm ready. Okay, David, Daniel, you ready? Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so let's open up. Chav base, chav base. So the first part isn't directly related, but it sets the context. So we have a woman who is married and, and um, a, a man has relations with her. They both get executed. Okay? The, the assumption is that this was consensual adultery. So, they are both, they both get executed. But, now we have not a married woman, but a betrothed woman, Arison, which is, as far as the prohibition, it's as serious. And they and a, and a man found the woman and they had relations in the city. Then you take both of them. They both get executed. Why do you execute the woman? Because in the city, she obviously did it willingly. Because if she was if she was being raped, she would have cried and screamed, and obviously she didn't. How do I know she didn't? Because the guy got away with it. So, you, so she must have submitted willingly. So you execute her. So in the city, they both get executed. But but if this happened in the field, meaning out of the city, in an isolated place where there's no people. The guy grabbed her and had relations. We only execute the man. But to the woman, you don't do anything. When it says you don't do anything, what does it mean not anything? What does it mean not to do anything? Well, what was the, what was the something that you were going to do? So it says, no, you don't execute. Why not? Why don't you execute? Well, if I would stop right there and ask you, why don't you execute? Why don't you execute her? Because you don't know whether she was willing or not willing because nobody was there to hear. So what do you mean you don't know? So what do you assume? Suffolk. Why do you call it a suffolk? Well, you have no evidence. You have no evidence that it was done willingly. So of course you can't execute her. Why? Because it we the it was it was it was yimtzav haish the hechazikba b'shachavima. It was non-consensual. So therefore, you don't execute her, cause well, now look what it says: ki kasher yakum ish al reehu etzachon nefesh kain hadavar hazeh. You know what? Let's erase that pasuk for a minute and just keep reading without that pasuk. La nara lo sase davar ain la nara chet maves chavzayin. 
And my assumption is, my assumption is she screamed, but there was nobody around to save her. So now do we know why we don't execute her? It was Anusa. She's Anusa. She, 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 she was forced. She didn't submit willingly. Everybody understand that that's what it says in the Psukim? Again, I'm going to read the Psukim, and it makes perfect sense. I'm skipping half of a puzzle. She must have screamed and there was nobody around to help her. And therefore, she's an onus and you don't execute her because she's an onus. Good? Everybody happy? Yeah. But the Torah threw in another sentence. This is comparable to Yakum Ish Al Reehu. Ruvain gums up against Shimon. And he kills Shimon. Could somebody please explain to me who's connected to what to whom? So it's clear to me that Yakum Ish Ariehu is Ruvain standing up against Shimon, just like the man is going out against the woman. And we're trying to explain why what? What is it supposed to explain? Why don't we kill? Why don't we kill the woman? The woman. Or why the... don't we kill the woman? Well, when Ruvain kills Shimon, Shimon is a victim, and we don't kill a victim. You needed to know that you don't kill Shimon. <laughs> Shimon was just murdered. I need a Pusik to tell me just like when Ruben tries to kill Shimon, I don't execute Shimon. So the woman here, where the rapist raped the woman, I don't kill the woman. What, what kind of a comparison is that? Shimon is dead already. Exactly. So what are you comparing to what? Right, Talk right. About, you're not comparing apples to oranges. You're, you're comparing apples to computers. But what's going on in this Pusik? Okay, that's the problem. That's the problem that more is going to have. Let's go back into it. Now let's go back into our Gemara. Okay, so the Gemara is going to postulate an assumption and it's going to support the assumption in a few minutes. But the Gemara is going to say, what's my source that the Rodeth, after Ruvain running to kill Shimon, that the bystander can kill Ruvain? It's a Kalvachomer from the fact that the bystander can kill Ruvain who's trying to rape the girl. Because if, if we can kill the bystander, if the bystander can kill Ruven the, the rapist, and all he's trying to do it in quotation marks, doesn't resonate so well in the modern ear. But you have to realize, at the end of the day, it's rape, it's not murder. And she's going to be a terrible, it's a terrible thing to do. But at the end of the day, it's not murder. And yet, you kill the rapist and it, to prevent him from, from raping, for sure you're going to kill a, mur a potential murderer for murdering. That's a Kalva Homer. Everybody see the Kalva It's a Pashat Kalva Homer. Let's see. The Torah seems to equate. No, it's not equating. Don't say equate. A kavachomer doesn't equate. Kavachomer makes it more severe. Let's see. Let's see it inside. At the end of the day, the naira Murasa is going to be damaged, but she's going to still be alive. And Amritor Benafsho, you're allowed to save her from being raped. By killing the road, the Rodeth. Rodeth Achar Chaveru Lahorgo. When Ruben is trying to kill Shimon, 
So Allah has kama bakama that you can intervene to kill Ruvain. If I can kill Ruvain when he's trying to rape a, 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 a Naira Murasa, I can certainly kill him if he's trying to kill a, another, another Jew. That's the Kalvachom. Everybody with me? Every, it's a, everybody yep. in the Kalvachomer? Yep, yep. Very logical Kalvachomer. There's just one problem. What we just did is we, we created a Chiyuv Misa from a Kalvachomer. And those of you who have a little experience in Shas know, the Chiyonshin Min Hadin, am I allowed to create punishment from a Kalvachomer? Kalvachomer is logic. And we have two reasons why you can't create, why you can't make a punishment out of a Kalvachomer. Two opposite reasons. One is, maybe your logic is fault, faulty. Maybe there is some, it's logic. When it's logic, logic is always subject to refutation. So we do lots of things out of logic, but to kill somebody out of logic, maybe there's a fault in the logic. That's one extreme. The other extreme is maybe punishment is to atone for a sin. Maybe the sin is so egregious that the punishment doesn't work and you don't give a punishment if it's not going to accomplish the goal. So one of two reasons why Ainon Shimina did. But that's a rule. Ainon Shimina did. Says the Gemara, you're right. Says the Gemara, you're right. It's not a Kalvachomer. It's a Hekesh. Now a Hekesh, you do uh, uh, make punishment out of a Hekesh because it's not logic, but it's a Limud. Hekeshu, where's the Hekesh? Now you got to be, this is really, really tricky. The Puzzle. We're equating the murderer to the rapist and we're equating the victim of the murder to the victim of the rape and that makes no sense. It doesn't teach me anything. The Chimala Madume Rotseach says Rashi. Just quickly take a look at Rashi. Rashi, just look at the Chimala Madume Rotseach. Everybody see the Rashi? It's a little bit above it in the Gemara, but it's, it's well down into the Rashi. The Chimala Madume Rotseach, it's a run on Rashi. The Chimala Madume Rotseach Khan Liftor Esha Omnes. What did this add? to teach me to exempt a person who's a victim beyond their control. So we already said that she doesn't have debt. She's not executed. Why? What does that imply? We don't execute her because she is like the victim of the murder? It sounds like, well, just like in murder, the ones is exempt. Well, that makes no sense. You realize that telling me that just like in the murder case, onus is, remember, what are we trying to learn? We're trying to learn a reason for onus being potter. Because we just got through saying, right? She's, she's innocent. Why is she innocent? Because she is an onus. Well, you don't learn that from the fact that the victim of the murder is an onus and he doesn't get punished. That makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. Ella Mashma Shazet. You know what? Go back into the Gemara. Hold your finger in the Rashi and go back into the Gemara. Me'ata, now that since that Limud makes no sense, Hareze it sounds like the, the Rotseach is teaching me something about Naira Amirasa, but there's really nothing to teach me about Naira Amirasa because I know everything I need to know. 
So it's Nimza Lumad that instead of the Rutseach being the teacher teaching me about Naira Murasa, it's actually the student, and Naira Murasa is going to teach me something about Rutseach, because there's a Hekish. And what is it? Makish Rutseach and Naira Murasa. I just made a Hekish, but there's going to have to be something that I know about Naira Murasa that I don't know about Rutseach. And this Pasuk teaches me to compare them. What is that? That I am allowed to preemptively kill the rapist pursuing the woman. I know that in Naira Murasa, but I don't know that in Rotseach. Now I know it in Rotseach. So just, in other words, that that is coming to create a, bio, a, 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 a pipeline of learning something about Rotseach from Naira Murasa. That's, it sounds like it's teaching, but it's really coming to learn. It's Instead of being the teacher, it's being the student. And what is it learning? It's learning. But of course, you have to postulate a simple assumption that in Naira Murasa, where did you get that from? Says the Gemara, Venaira Murasa Gufa Minola. Okay, that's very nice that you, you're assuming, you just said, well, Naira Murasa is teaching me about Rotseach, just like Naira Murasa, Nitan Latzila Benafsho, so to Rotseach. And who said that Naira Murasa you can kill? Remember, your default is in all of these cases, it's, you cannot intervene lethally. Lotaman al Darayacha told me I can intervene non lethally, but I want to know if I can intervene lethally. Well, where did you get that you can intervene lethally to stop the rapist from raping the Naira Murasa? Mm-hmm. Says the Gemara, the Naira Murasa gufa minalon kiditanad ve Rabbi Shmuel. Brisa, the Tanad ve Rabbi Shmuel. What did it say in the Pasuk? If you have your Chumash again, look at the very end. It said, ki basade mitsa'a. The guy, in the case where it was batsade, we say he found him in the sade. In the sade. We assume that there was nobody there to save her. Wait a minute. And if there would have been somebody there to save her, would it have helped? Yes. Obviously, yes. Because the reason you're getting her off the hook is because, because there was nobody to save her. But if there would have been somebody to save her, well, the saver could save her. So says the Gemara, so it doesn't put any limitations on how to save her. It says there wasn't somebody to save her. The implication is that if there would be somebody to save her, save her. How? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. So that shows me that I can intervene to be Moshia, the Naira Murasa, with whatever it takes, up to and including lethal intervention. Now that I know it by Naira Murasa, I have a Hekesh with Rotseach. And now the Rotseach has drawing information from Naira Murasa, which it needs, because again, you've got to understand the default is without a Pasuk, you cannot intervene lethally. You can intervene, but you cannot intervene lethally because at the end of the day, the guy has not committed a crime. He's not Chayev Misa, and you can't violate Lotirzach. But the Torah seemed to imply that by Naira Murasa, I can. And then it created a pipeline to Rotseach. So now mm-hmm. I have a now I know that both Naira Murasa, Rodef Naira Murasa, and Rodef Lahari Chavero, in both cases I can intervene lethally. That is, Harodef Chavero, Nitan Latzilo Benafsha.
Okay, that's the end of the Gemara. Questions? Well, let's go back now and see all the, if there's no questions, we'll go back and see all the rations. The, 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 the woman who's, who's, who's being raped, who's attempted rape, is the person who's attempting to rape her, doesn't he know that she might resist and that he might kill her? In making a, uh, a comparison to the Mahtara? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, no not necessarily. There's not, the, the, we're, we're going to talk indirectly about that, but that, don't make any assumptions. The Gemara certainly doesn't introduce that yet. Okay. It may come up later, but in the opposite direction than you're thinking. Okay, Rashi. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning um, of the Kalva Homer. Let's go back to Enochinami. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the Gemara Enochinami and hold your finger on the Rashi Lefogma. Uh, well, but something, the Chiyu, we still don't know. We, we were just talking about possibility but it doesn't say that's that's why i said it's still in the in the air i have no i have no source conclusion about oh. whether when it's because what do the words say i want to compare, no. let's compare the word no 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 hey, listen carefully it, it, what does it say about losama al-damriyacha what does the puzzle teach me shahu I have lahatzilo. What does it say about Arodif Achachavero? Arodif Achachavero Lahorgo? Go back to the beginning. I want you guys to compare the language of what of 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 Losaman Adamri Echa with the Rodif of Lahorgo. Menayin Lerodif Achachavero Lahorgo. What's the next word? What does that mean? Shinitan Latsila Benafsha. You see the difference? That's where the ambiguity creeps in. It says Nitan Latsila Benafsha. You're allowed to, to intervene with lethally. Whereas by 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 um uh by Toveh Benahar, it says Chayev Latsila. Okay. So the 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 non-lethal intervention is a chiyuv. The lethal intervention under certain circumstances, that to me is up in the air yet. We have a, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be in the sugi for a while. We'll keep that in the back of our minds as a question. Okay. All right. So says says the Gemara, pick it up there. Hold your finger on the Rashi Lefogba, the Kalvachom, says Rashi. What does Lefogma mean? Levaisha to embarrass her. She's been out. She now is not. A, she's been raped. Ulazalzala and to cheapen her in the eyes of her future husband. Amr Torah and the Torah. There, where all the all the rapist is doing is is pogging. And Nitan Latzila benafsho. So we and that Rashi's important. You know, it's hyperlinking us to the fact that we know we can kill the rapist. So then Kalvachomer, you can kill the potential murderer, which is much worse. Says the Gemara and says the Gemara, no, it's a Hekesh. Hekeshahu, Rashi. It's a, it's a Hekesh, it's not a Kalvachomer. Shehukash rotseach lenaira hamiurosa. The whole Hekesh ugzereshava hamufne, meaning as long as there's an extra word, harehu kimifurish ben mikra. So it's like it wrote it explicitly. The onshin mimenu. And then you can learn a punishment 
that you know from X, if there's a heckish to Y, then if you know the punishment on X and there's a heckish to Y, you can, have, you can now apply the punishment to Y. See, you can't make this up by yourself as opposed to a Kalvachomer. Kalvachomer, you can make it up if it's logical, but we, that's, that exactly places a limitation on how far we're going to extend it. So a person can make his own make up his kalvachomer. Because if it's logical, it's logical. But says explicitly in Makos, And again, I gave you the two reasons why not. Okay. So therefore, we have the problem of The Gemara says, what in the world is going on here? What did, what did you learn from Rotseach to exempt the woman from execution? It sounds like giving me a reason why she's exempt. You know why? Because it's just like just like there, the person, the victim who is a victim of of, a, of, a, of another person's action has no control. He's putter. That makes no sense. It sounds like it's coming to teach me something about Naira. Rotzech is supposed to teach me about Naira. It was written here not to teach, but to learn from it. And Rashi adds here an important word. We're not negating the fact that we've got to learn something from Rotzech back to Naira Murasa, which we will do later, but it's also there to teach. It's also there to learn, not to be a, not only to be a teacher, but afluma. And what we're saying is we're going to learn something from Rotzech about Naira Murasa, which is what it sounds like in the Pasuk. And we're going to learn something from Naira Murasa about Rotzech, which is the Chiddush. Okay? And ma, let's just see Rashi. Ma Naira Murasa, nitan latzila min ha'aveira. You're saving the Naira Murasa from the vi- being victimized, the nafsho of the rapist. Afrotzeach, you can save him from being victimized. The Akati, we're still going to learn Naira, Naira Mirotzeach. Well, let's see, let's hold that off. That's going to come, that's the next two more. It's a perfect place to stop. So again, what we're, what we're still going to be missing, since the Pasuk says, Ki kasher yakum, it sounds like, Rotzech has to teach me something about Naira Murasa. And a little later in the Gemara, we're going to learn something that, that Rotzech has to teach me about Naira Murasa. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a, a preview. Yehareg Yavor. That we know by Rotzech, murder Yehareg Yavor. We don't know that about, uh, about adultery. We don't know that about um, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the, the Naira Murasa, that, the, that does the person have to give up his life if he's being forced to commit adultery. We don't know that, but we know it by Rotzech. We'll figure out why we know it by Rotzech. And this Pesach teaches me to import it back to Naira Murasa and arrives. Okay, so we need our Gomorrah next time, and we're going to keep going with the Gomorrah. There's a lot to do here.